In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Like many Episcopalians, Oz Henry was born a Baptist. (laughs) Not just any Baptist. He was born a North Carolina Baptist. That's a deep kind of Baptist. Not just any North Carolina Baptist. He was a North Carolina Baptist who graduated from Wake Forest. Watch that. He graduated from Wake Forest twice. Along with attending and graduating from Wake Forest, he also worked there as a young doctor. In 1960, Oz moved to Western North Carolina and lived and worked in the shadow of the Ridgecrest Conference Center in Black Mountain. Ridgecrest is the holy mountain. For a season, I believe, Oz worshiped at First Baptist Church in Asheville, which is the Vatican for North Carolina Baptists. (laughs) Now, as a Baptist, Oz would have heard often the refrain, you must be born again. You must be born again. Is what Jesus tells Nicodemus in a conversation in the middle of the night. You must be born again is what so many Baptist preachers remind their congregations on Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights, year in and year out. Oz was born a Baptist and baptized into the Christian faith as a Baptist, so at some point young Oz would have answered an altar call and walked an aisle, shaken the preacher's hand, prayed the sinner's prayer, and he would have been born again. As Oz grew, he would have continued to hear that gospel call. Perhaps he walked another aisle, rededicated his life, and shaked and prayed with another preacher. You must be born again. But at some point in the 1970s, Oz heard a different call, walked a different aisle, heading towards a different altar. Here at All Souls, he became a born-again Episcopalian. (laughs) The story goes that on the very first Sunday that Oz visited All Souls, that Neil Zabriskie met him at the door and welcomed him home. Doesn't that sound like Neil? (laughs) So somehow, by the mystery of faith, Oz Henry was a native of Lumberton, North Carolina, and that transept here at All Souls. Now to be clear in the Baptist tradition, when they invite you to be born again, they share some assumptions about life before and some expectations about life after. Before being born again, you're walking on the road to perdition. There is sin, there is sorrow, there is dancing. After you're born again, you repent, you turn your face, you move in another direction. You are headed now to the gates of glory. On that new day, you're encouraged to make a new community, to to find new friends who will encourage you in the walk. 
You must believe behind all those old things that would distract you. Old friends now are sermon illustrations. You must be born again. You must be born anew. However, Oz Henry, being Oz Henry, did something really classy and elegant and gracious and right. When he joined All Souls, he added something significant to his world. But when he joined All Souls, he did not leave behind the things of the past. Because he was not done with them. Because they were his people. If you've ever heard Oz speak of his people, of his family, then you have seen someone's eyes come alive and to shine with familial pride to be so satisfied to know that you are kin to the best people. Oz had a family nickname. You would think with a name like Oz that you really don't need to have that box checked. You really are good on the nickname category. But to his people, he had another name. He was Walk. I'm not sure why Oz had a refrigerator, because I never saw him actually open the refrigerator door. <laughs> On numerous occasions, I understood his need for ice, but there was no kind of food or drink that he ever needed that was behind a refrigerator door. That's what restaurants in Asheville are for. <laughs> Here's why he kept the refrigerator. He needed a place to display all those photographs of all those people, his people. The people that he was from before he was from All Souls. He was proud to be an Episcopalian, but he did not want to lose any people in the process. Now, Oz was not a New Testament scholar, but he was a smart man going to Wake Forest and all, and I think he understood that you could be born again and remain in your father's house and never leave home. Jesus tells us that the house where he is from is a house with many, many rooms, bigger even than the Biltmore. <laughs> so you can be born again and enter another room in the house without leaving the house. And praise God, you do not have to burn down the house to make some kind of dramatic religious commitment. In fact, coming to understand just how large and spacious the house of God is requires a deep kind of Christian wisdom. And so it was fitting, it was so fitting that Oz entered life at All Souls in the 1970s while All Souls was still a parish church. In 1976, when the rest of us were having bicentennial moments, Oz was beginning his life at All Souls. To say that he was an involved and engaged communicant of All Souls is an understatement. He took on so many roles, served on so many committees, serving on vestry and even a time as a senior warden. Oz would have been a part of the later leadership at All Souls when All Souls was born again and became a cathedral. Now, when All Souls became a cathedral, no one added a new wing. No one added a new room. No one added a new brick. 
Somehow All Souls went from parish church to cathedral space without becoming physically larger. However, it did become spiritually and emotionally larger. The people that were here, Oz's All Souls people, knew that you could be born again and not leave home. You could take on a new identity and still be deeply kin to your history. You could find more room for others in the very rooms that were already here. Oz knew that from his own life, and he shared that wisdom with the common life of this place, of this cathedral, which has so many rooms, many of which you have never seen. There is still so much space here to explore. As a doctor, Oz had the gift of healing, but I think we could all agree that Oz maybe had the spiritual gift of friendship, would you? say amen to that at some point Jesus turns to his disciples and he says I want to call you friends now so Oz was a friend of Jesus and he understood as a friend of Jesus that he could then be invited to be a friend to others and he took that responsibility so seriously it was a lifelong call for him. Three days before he died, he was in a hospital bed being attended by nurses and he said, I should be taking care of people. That's the gift of friendship. Half of this room right now, we all think we were Oz's best friend. You're Oz's best friend. We would invite you to make a pledge here at All Souls. <laughs> I'm going to play a little tune for these people. <laughs> and if he was here and could speak up, he would agree with you. As Oz grew older, he let go of most of the roles he had here at All Souls. I think one of his last duties that he held on almost to the end was that he was a docent. He was a tour guide. Imagine how fortunate you were if you were a guest, if you were a visitor, and you opened that door, and on the other side of that door was Dr. Henry, who was welcoming you to a space that had welcomed him. Now, I don't remember Oz as a pushy person. I don't think he would have invited you to be born again while he gave you a tour of the cathedral, showing you the stained glass, telling you the story of Vanderbilt and Richard Morris Hunt. But no doubt, when the retired doctor was done with that tour, you left with a sense of just how much space was in this room. Oz died on Friday, January 3rd. This past Monday, January 6th, his older sister, Sarah, died. She was 97. She was a lifelong Baptist. You must be born again. My father's house, there are so many rooms. Oz and Sarah are born again. They are living in one house. And there is so much room. 
Today our task is to proclaim resurrection, to declare that life has swallowed up death. We say that Oz's life has changed, not ended, but we proclaim that resurrection with tears in our eyes. Because we have to remember that the resurrected one knew the grief of Good Friday. As Oz's family and friends, we know we have lost a treasure. We have lost our friend. We have lost our walk. But the sweet, sweet power of the resurrection is this. Our Father's house is large. So grief is only allowed to rent a room. While eternal hope will live there forever. Where Oz and Sarah are already living, we will one day live there too. And we will find them there. Amen. Amen.